Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 26th of December 2020 after Aberdeen 2, St Johnston 1. Uh, Martin, Aberdeen St Johnston games, uh, we love them around here, absolutely love them because they're always chock full of quality football, so much incident, so much goal mic action and today was absolutely no exception, wasn't it? It really wasn't. I think that in the five years, five and a half years we've been doing the podcast, I think we've whined about how bad Aberdeen St Johnston games are more than anything. Um, just, you, you, I mean, what what can we say? You know, you know exactly what you're going to get every single time. Uh, you know, we, we can moan about conditions, we can moan about the referee, but if that game was played on a beach in Dubai, it would still be the exact same quality of football on show. It's just, it is. It's Every game is the same. We, we, the first 10 minutes, we look fairly bright. We look fairly um, aggressive and in their face. And then they just keep doing the simple things pretty well and keep nullifying us and closing us down and forcing us back and forcing us back. And eventually they get on top. And uh, quite often, they get a goal, usually from a set piece, which was exactly what happened today. Obviously, again, it's a fairly cheap free kick in the first place. The referee, and we'll come back to him later, and you know he's benefited us today. There's no question about that with regards to the specific penalty kick decision we got. But all day long, he was just terrible. Um, and, and the free kick which Stevie May wins, there's absolutely nothing in it. But from our point of view, the marking that allows their player to slide in, get a free header at the back post. I presume it's Cosgrove because he's the nearest man to him that should have been on him. It, it, it's unforgivable. The fact that, again, there's a lot of luck involved with the ball going in the net. There's neither here nor there. The guy's 10 yards out from goal and we have given him a free header from a free kick in a not particularly dangerous area. Aye. Um, it was very telling um, at half-time on Red TV when they asked Ross McCrory about it um, and he clearly was no, he, he clearly says no someone switched off I think it might have been Sam um, he was definitely not wanting to stick Sam Cosgrove in there because you can see from the angle behind the goal Cosgrove looks round and sees sees the guy there so it's not like a case if he snuck in you know like you know, casually like a cat burglar or something um, he was he was there Cosgrove looks at him then just looks forward and then he looks back and realises he's got May behind him and another guy. Uh, so it's, it's Cosgrove, it's, it's got to be Cosgrove it's switched off because somebody has to be there and somebody has to be watching you know, the person at the back post. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's definitely Cosgrove. Unf- really, an, uh, just one of, the, one of the worst goals defensively I think I've seen us concede in a long time. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a ha- it's a decent ball into the box. Uh, no getting away from that, but no, that's that's that's. I hate to use the word that's bread and butter for your defenders and your no your keeper. You know they should be dealing with that every single day of the week. That's the kind of thing you. Know, that's the kind of thing they they, they practice in training is just dealing with that sort of thing. And for for them for someone to switch off and not do their job is just just unacceptable. Yeah, it was a very poor show, but it was very indicative of that first forty minutes where the intensity and the. The smartness about our play simply wasn't there, but at least at least there was a reaction. Uh, the initial reaction was a very good turn and shot from Sam Cosgrove, bringing out a save from the St. Johnson keeper. The first save that he'd had to make in 42 minutes of football added to the 46 or 47 minutes on 
Wednesday night when we didn't force the opposition keeper into a save. Doesn't speak volumes about the manager's preferred tactical setup and and forward players uh, May and, and Cosgrove linking up there. But it was a good, decent bit of quality to get that shot away. We then get a corner from that. It, it should be a penalty kick from a constant effort. It kind of hits the hand. It by the new rules, it's a penalty kick. It is clearly a penalty kick. The one we get 20 seconds later, as Ash Cosgrove just goes down in the box, is a joke. It's a joke decision. It is a make-up award because the referee knows that he should have given that penalty kick 15 seconds earlier. He absolutely should have. I mean, look, this is. I think this is the situation where we're piling to the referee uh, for no, because it, it was it was at this point that the game just totally got away from him, uh, and you know, he'd. he'd it's, it, I, I can't understand. No, we've we've been the victim of that sort of decisions for handballs um, in the past, uh, and it's not, to not give it, I, I don't know. No, I don't know what he's what he's looking at. I mean, I, God forbid. I really hope somebody doesn't doesn't put this in a, a highlight reel and use this as a reason to try and get VAR in Scottish football. But you know, you're looking. You need your referees to be better, and he needs to spot that sort of thing. I know he's got a. You know, they've got a, a, a linesman. They've got a fourth official. No, one between the three or the four of them, even some they must have seen that's a handball. It's absolutely one hundred percent a handball and a penalty. Um, and then to give the one where you know apparently there was a push on Cosgrove, which you know we've we've seen limited replays. Uh, no, I'm I'm not having that. There was any sort of push on him at all. Um, it's a it's a terrible terrible decision. There's a hand towards him, but as you would get in any yeah. penalty box or any yeah, it's, it's basically it's, 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 just, it's, it's, it's not even a, it's not even a coming together of bodies. It is just a case of you know it's the kind of contact you get on in a game of football, you no, know, a thousand times a game between the twenty two players. It happens all the time. But I think as Chris from the Red that, Final pointed out on Twitter at half time, um, probably relatively smart as Sam Cosgrove to know. That the referee was kind of thinking, mm, was that a penalty kick earlier on? Have I got that one wrong? Um, and, to, and to go down like that in some respects. But good that it came. I'm not going to say we never looked like scoring. Because I think St Johnson were hardly peppering our goal. But it was a very, very, very flat first 14 minutes. It was so reminiscent of what we were seeing at the start of 2020. Just aimless, directionless. No urgency whatsoever and no threat to the opposition goal. So credit to the side for at least finding something, albeit with a specific case of the penalty kick we got coming out of pretty much nothing to get things going. And I thought the intensity after we lost the goal and at the start of the second half where notably Kennedy and Hayes switched sides. Because again, we've banged on about it the last couple of shows. The fact that the wing-backs have been contributing nothing in an attacking sense really for two and a half games was becoming apparent to everybody, surely. And even becoming, well, I say even, obviously, you know, he's much, he's got the coaching badges, he's much more astute, he's been doing the job. He will know that he demands more of Kennedy and Hayes in an attacking position. So he switched them around, trying to ensure that they would get on their more comfortable foot for attacking their attacking their opposite number in the box. And just immediately that made a difference. You had them get in the ball in threatening areas. You had them get in the ball and put some decent balls in the box. It was really positive change just by doing something so simple now we get a corner from one of those moves which doesn't quite pay off ball falls kindly for ash taylor good finish 2-1 and and you're thinking right good you've you've started really well this half the intensity has been good the purpose has been good you've been direct where it needs to be but you've been smart also when it needed to be but then infuriatingly 
just fell back again. Part of the reason why a lot of criticism is directed at the manager with things like this is like we take the lead. And this is why, this is, I think, why... How much is that as the manager, though? Honestly, how well, much of that can you attribute to the manager? Well, well, this is the thing. This is what I'm trying to say. I think a lot of criticism goes towards the manager because sometimes, unfairly, McInnes is, is labelled as being safety first and then, you know, very cautious. And as soon as we take a lead, you know, he, he, he tells them to go ultra-defensively. This time, he didn't do any of that sort of stuff. We go 2-1 up and... No, no, no. Okay, I admit again, he's the one with the coaching badges. I'm not. I, but I, no, given my limited, for no, thirty seven, thirty, whatever, six years watching football, no, being able to like process it, maybe less than that. I didn't see anything different in terms of in terms of shape once we went two one up. So the players have have. It's the player's decision to then to be to stop being so direct, to stop trying to get us forward, to stop trying to be so creative, and perhaps just sit in for five minutes. Because the man, it's not the, it doesn't look like the manager's told him to do anything. And I think no, no, we've been, I've been very critical of yeah, I've been very critical of Derek McInnes. But on this occasion, it's like total. I think it would be totally unfair to go. Oh, there's, a, there's McInnes again. No McInnes ball, ultra defensive. Because that's not what happened. This is on the players this time. So I'm going to credit the players for showing a desire to get back in the game and showing a desire to get ahead, but it, it can't be enough just to stop that arching desire to score goals once you go 2-1 up. You can, this is a bit of what we were talking about on Wednesday in terms of, I used the word coasting, and I think that's, I'm not sure that's been proven yet, but I think, you know, just to think that by at 2-1 that they've done enough in a game like this, and a, a team like St Johnston who are always going to be capable of scoring again against you, uh, proven not just against us, but but you know often enough against us in the past as well, but not just against us against against Hibs. They went to Easter Road and drew two two just a few weeks ago, for example. You know this is a team who is always going to be capable of scoring something, and and just yeah, why did that att- att- intensity dissipate? And how much of that can you attribute to the bench? I, I'm really not sure. You know, I want these players to be showing that intensity and that desire that they showed in the first 10 minutes of that second half and after going behind. I want that for 90 minutes. And I know it's been a really tough schedule this uh, past month. And I know we haven't had the opportunity really to rotate as we might want because we have had a lot of players out. And it's a very thin-looking bench right now compared to where we were a few months ago. But... Yeah, I I really wonder how much of that can you actually, how much of that drop off in intensity can you actually put towards the manager? And it, it it's really difficult to pin too much, I think, personally from from looking at it. But you know, it's one of those things you'll never know. One of those things you'll never know. I think we can be pleased with a win. Um, I think you know we can be pleased with the reaction to to going a goal down, but still a, a shocking lack of quality in the final third and uh, it's like he, he's kept going with a shape with a 3-4-3 shape that 3-4-3 shape really worked for the bodies and available bodies we had in at the start of the season I'm not sure it works with the people we have in now and this was a, again a criticism we had of the old set set up the old standard set up that you keep going kept going with 4-2-3-1, even with some of the guys who really made that tick, even when some of those had left the club or were out injured. And I worry that it's the same again. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, that is the concern. I mean, look, you know, I don't want to say that Cosgrove and Maine can't play up front together, but it, you know, the limited times we've seen them this season, it doesn't look like the, the link at all well. Uh, today, you know, 
it was just that 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 two up front doesn't no, it wasn't it wasn't working and it, it didn't work at all. If they're going to play no, if they're going to play three four three, you know, put somebody put put somebody with head no, with no you have hedges on fine, but put McGinn on or someone no someone who's capable of playing a bit of football. I thought the game on Wednesday was crying out for now again with about twenty minutes to go, and that sub never came. And again today, the change that was made, well, obviously I brought an audio for the last couple of minutes, but the change that was made was Ryan Edmondson on for Curtis May. And again, somebody like McGinn, he's not going to give you the same work rate, granted, and he's not probably going to rush around closing down defenders headlessly, but he's going to give you a much better option to hold on to the ball and actually get up to pitch than you know than we had for most of the uh, most of that uh, time after we went two one up. So I'm, I'm really surprised that. He's not come off the bench. I know they're trying to manage his uh, his own his ongoing issues, but you know you would have thought if he's fit and available enough to make the twenty um, that strip for selection, he would have been fit enough to to play either twenty minutes on Wednesday or, or the same again today. So so I'm a bit surprised at, at that change and and the fact that he's trying to shoehorn in guys who are maybe not fit to a system which relies on. Players finding space, creative players finding space in the final third. Uh, and you're right, Ryan Hedges was ploughing. And we've been critical of Hedges today uh, for the last few weeks. And he, uh, he wasn't fantastic today, but he is ploughing a bit of a lonely furrow when he's got Main and Cosgrove up alongside him. So, uh, again, I think we can be happy about the win, happy about the reaction to going behind, but um, very much not where we want to be in terms of what we're, the product we're seeing on the football pitch. But yet, 19 games in, halfway through the season, in terms of uh, league games, 38 points, two points a game. Um, that would equate to 76 points, which is the most you know we've ever uh, managed under Derek McInnes and um, one of the, the most we've, we've ever managed full stop. It, it, it's, it's a decent return. It, it just feels as if it's pretty thin pickings, uh, when it comes to entertainment on the pitch, uh, and and that's been the trade off for a little while, hasn't it? I do wonder that perhaps with this season, no, we've um, we're ha- perhaps been a bit more critical because you no, know, some of us aren't spending an hour in the pub before the game, um, before we're getting to see them. So we're maybe having our maybe having our first opinions a little bit first um, first impressions a little bit clouded. But no, you you can't argue with no with the, the points and the points and that no on the board. Um, that's that's good. No, you can't. We can't complain about that. Um, it's just you know, we would like to see, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more football on show. Um, and I can un- and I understand. You know, we've been we've been we've been critical in the past of other teams and other managers for their style of football. You know, Tommy Wright at St Johnston. You know, in particular, we've been you know we give him a bit of stick. But um, no, this team this season, you know, they're they're getting the points on the board. There's been a few. There's been some points dropped that you know we really probably shouldn't have. And that's disappointing. But um, if if they keep if they keep on like this, no, we, you know, I dare I suggest that we might be pushing for some pushing for second. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't actually be a, a great season to finish second, given the reward that's on offer for third, um, vis-a-vis you know the possibility of group stage football um, for Europe. Yeah, you'd qualify for the Champions League 
qualifiers, um, but the quality of the opponent you'd meet and then the rounds you'd drop into further down would mean that there's, there's much less chance of guaranteed Champions League football by finishing, uh, guaranteed group stage football rather, by finishing second, yeah. um, which is which is weird, obviously, a weird quirk of just how the system works, um, but uh, we'll probably lay that out in some Twitter posts, but uh, that said, back into third tonight, um, game in hand, couple of points clear of Hibs. Another couple of awkward fixtures. Um, these games, this little run, Motherwell, Kilmarnock, St Johnston, Livingston, all look like awkward games. Uh, and they've certainly proved that way. And it's not going to be any different against Livingston on Wednesday, is it? No, it isn't. Uh, again, another team, you know, you know exactly what's going to, what you're going to come up against. No, not, not too dissimilar. Um, it will not be too dissimilar to St Johnston in their approach to the game, I imagine. Uh, so I I do wonder if perhaps you'll change it ever so change it ever so slightly. Um, not that I, not that I would suggest we were no we were super direct today with the two big guys up front. Oh, but, not at all, um, not at all. I, I and that's such a such a such a lazy criticism. I saw a yeah. few of that when the team lines were announced with Maine and Cosgrove, and it's just reductive, lazy. And it's wrong. We we weren't on Wednesday night when those two played together in the second half, and we weren't direct today when those no. when they were playing. I kind of almost wish we were, because the <laughs> the lack of actual creativity and and thrust in that first forty minutes. I, I really do wish we had just gone long, because then presumably we would actually have tested the opposition keeper at least once if we had just decided to shell up to the two big guys. If that had been the game plan. It's it's in a way it's fine because it's a legitimate tactic, but it's not that at all, and it's just yeah, it's such a it, it infuriates me. It's a lazy <laughs> criticism, and and it's not only that, but it's usually absolutely wrong. Yeah, I sorry, know. I'll um, get down off um, my soapbox, Martin. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, no, like that. I'm not suggesting that no that we would do we we did that today because that was never the approach. And I, no, but I, I would I would I would think that given how you know. Toothless, so Cosgrove and Maine were today. I can't see him with you know, them starting together um, up against Livingston. But you know, I've been wrong in the past, and I will be wrong many times in the future. Well, again, Livingston, it's another game where you're going to have to you're going to have to have that work rate. You're going to have to have that uh, you know that ability to close down. And it, it does seem, in some respects, as, as if it is tailor made for for Curtis Maine to play ahead of ahead of more creative players, especially on that pitch down there so uh, so we'll see what transpires on Wednesday night we'll have a, a, a debrief out after that I'm not sure with the, with the Christmas schedule if there'll be a, a full podcast until we get into the new year but, but but we'll see how we go we'll see how bored we get over over Christmas how bored we get of our new Christmas toys eh Martin? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, until then until at least Wednesday night uh, well hopefully the Dons can pick up three points I can't even remember what is it four o'clock on the kickoff time on Wednesday. 4 4 this has been such a discombobulating. Uh, it's a discombobulating time of year anyway, but uh, this year and this uh, this football season has been entirely head spinning. So um, you know, credit to the team for the victory today. It's it's certainly not a game that's going to win any style awards, but uh, another three points uh, the main takeaway, and uh, it's just a tragedy that we can't all be in the pub dissecting this together with uh, old friends and new friends over Christmas time um, but thank you for listening to us try and dissect this and until next time come on you Reds <laughs>